0: everybody it's bevan welcome to bevan a femme over 40 and her friends podcast i'm your host bevan i've said my name three times it's time to start the show today uh is not (laughs) the day i usually record and upload my podcast today is a tuesday in the muggle world it's october 5th um it is my best friend from high school's birthday happy birthday jeanette um I have two phone numbers for her in my phone. And so frequently I text her and I think I'm sending it to her old number. Um, isn't it funny when you know someone long enough that their numbers change enough that like it's confusion and chaos in your phone? I'm sure there are people still texting my old New Jersey phone number. It was a 201. Um, yes, New Jersey. Every time I would give my number to someone, it was like, yes, it's New Jersey. I lived in Brooklyn for five and a half years, not in New Jersey. Um, But it was from my Jersey City days. And, you know, I was proud of it. But when I moved to L.A., I changed my number to 323. I wanted to start fresh. I was getting on my ex's cell phone plan. You know, that's a moment in your relationship. That's a commitment moment where your technology and your communication is wrapped up with your um, partner's credit. I mean, that's a real thing. I've had a couple of I've had three cell phone (laughs) partnerships. (laughs) <laughs> and I like to say I'm thrice gay divorced. I think the cell phone is really like where you're starting to to add the commitment. Anyway, this is not what this episode is about. So I intended to upload this episode on September 30th, which is uh, Thursday. Um, but I... I don't know whatever i'm late to my own party it doesn't really matter i have so many archives i'm sure there's an episode of this podcast or two you haven't heard uh, but i also want to say that i think consistency is really soothing and i intend to be someone who is consistently in your phone on friday mornings like it was always my goal for this podcast to be like up by the friday morning commute on the east coast and then COVID happened and like who was commuting right but it's still there, and I've still have been doing it, and it's important to me to be consistent. Um, and also, people feel safe when they know what they can expect and when there's clear expectations. So that is always my expectation for me to get the episode up. But also, with five planets in retrograde, uh, I was running up a hill. And I really, truly thought when I was running out of time on Wednesday to like get all of my work stuff done before I... Left on Thursday morning uh, to go to my camp out, which I'm going to tell you all about in this episode. Um, I just, I have to say, like, I just kind of ran out of time and I was like, oh, they have Wi Fi at the campground. <laughs> I like, I I hear and feel the flood premise in that um, now that I hear myself saying it. But at the time, it was very real. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely, like, I'll get there on Thursday and I'll sit down and I'll record my episode. Uh, and I did not do that. I got, I was like, my, road trip was delayed by like, you know, all the times that road trips get delayed. Like, I don't know why it is that for every four hours, our drive, I need to account for five hours, but it is always true. Even if I don't like stop and eat somewhere, like for real, I spent no money on this road trip, by the way, outside of gas. Like I like have never not stopped for a Starbucks before. This is my first time leaving my quarantine in 80 weeks. It's been since March, 2020. March 14th, I went on a ferry to Seattle to teach my aerobics class, Backy Dance Party Aerobics, for anyone who feels left behind by mainstream fitness. And um, I came back and then I went into lockdown and I have not left my quarantine. I like haven't traveled at all. Everything that I had that I thought was going to happen got canceled because of the Delta variant and COVID surges. And I'm glad because I'm glad I work with ethical people. But the same people I work with ethically who we canceled our Glowing Goddess Getaway retreats uh, which is a women's wellness cannabis self-care retreat, if I'm being very reductive. Um, the, I'll say this. The glowing goddess getaway is a non-local metaphysical event. It is whenever two or more of us are gathered, we have this like energy. It's a sisterhood. It's a multi-generational sisterhood. It is, um, we have five high standards, um, which is mindfulness, empathy, inclusivity, good fun, and self-love. I said those in an, in the wrong order, but who cares? There is no wrong. It's great. They're incredible values, and it really works, and it really creates a loving sisterhood. Um, we have strong festival vibes. There's a lot of whimsy, a lot of outfits, a lot of music, a lot of like choose your own adventure at a typical retreat. There's it's food and weed included, but this was just us deciding to go meet up at a campground in Southern Oregon that we had done a getaway at. Um, a bunch of us just rented spots and showed up with our camping supplies like I was very stressed about food I'm going to be honest I didn't know how to like make sure I was going to be okay and have food and like you know know that I was going to eat enough I don't know I I grew up like below the poverty line for some time and so food scarcity is the thing and like the first thing I do whenever I get a, a big check or like if I get a consulting gig or something comes in I go to Trader Joe's and I stock up my pantry like it feels so good to have a stocked pantry to me um, but I'm also working on truly feeling safe, no matter what, truly feeling and knowing all of my needs are met no, no matter what. Right. And like, if I have to be frugal, cause that's my financial situation, like for those of you who haven't been on my podcast for a long time, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I run two businesses. I work really hard. And, um, most of my time is for things that I'm working on, which like, When you're building any kind of business, there's, like, a time period where you're not making a ton of money. Most businesses take five years to turn a profit and for the owner to actually make money. So, like, when you shop in a small business, it makes such a huge difference. I mean, I know people say that all the time, and it should be a no-dub, but, like, truly... You make it possible for someone to earn their livelihood, and that is such a big deal. And those big box stores make it possible for people to like work full time and still qualify for government benefits because they don't make anything, right? Like that's the difference. So I am one of those small business people working really hard to like make a thing that is this self care universe, this faculty dance party. It's all through Patreon, Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com at slash f k d p, which stands for faculty dance party aerobics. I have lots of tears and lots of fun benefits. And I promised myself when I launched this podcast two years ago or more that I was going to mention the Patreon in every episode. So I do. Um, And I provide this self-care universe. And when the pandemic hit, I couldn't go on tour. But my Patreon was like going well enough that I was like, okay, well, I can stay home and not do anything extra and just like serve these aerobics. And so now I teach Zoom aerobics uh, once a week on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific. I, um, all of my zoom classes are included at any level of Patreon support starting at two bucks a month. So it's really a great deal. If you like zoom aerobics, if you like feeling empowered, if you like doing stuff that feels yummy in your body. Um, I developed a thing this weekend at the sister Sash camp out that I'm calling onesie aerobics, which is just aerobics you can do in a onesie, right? Like, don't worry about what you're wearing. Just show up and move your body a little bit. And like, it's a good, hearty stretch. Um, and little bit of like slumber party dance vibes but nothing intense like you need a special outfit like a sporting outfit for my saturday class is like your full sporting outfit sort of class and onesie aerobics we're gonna figure out how to weave that into the faculty dance party universe but uh anyway i love getting to do this this is like truly my dream come true um i am a camp counselor who has finally found her way in the world (laughs) and uh primarily i teach at my aerobics or I teach my aerobics no matter where I'm at. I'm like a, a full digital nomad. I always wanted it. And now I am, but I just don't go anywhere. <laughs> so it's like, I'm really learning how to like do what I do. Um, and I still don't go anywhere, but, um, I went somewhere and it was really like kind of stressful for me, honestly, like for it coming up. Cause I didn't have the money for gas and then a, a couple of friends. And I just want to say a hearty thank you to all the people who made it possible for me to get there to pay for gas. And to just go to this campout and just, like, trust that all my needs would be met and that, like, I could figure out food stuff. I stopped and bought, like, some packets of oatmeal. I brought a hot water kettle, which was clutch. I have to say, like, everyone brought something that, like, really added to the quality of life at our camp out. Um, I think there were 19 of us total. It's hard to know. It was truly a nebulous group. Like, there were, like, four distinct campsite areas and, like, everyone had a fire pit. This campsite, I have to say... Shout out to Lake Salmac Resort. And I want to say use code Saline for 10% off. Um, if you just tell them, you know, Saline, they'll give you a discount. Um, a- anyway, we like got to do this fun group camp because Saline knows the people there. And um, it's this great campground that's cannabis friendly. Um, and so this is our first chance to do a not official Glowing Goddess Getaway event with all of our friends from this event. What's funny is that so many of the people who went to the camp out had never even been to a glowing goddess getaway. Like they're folks who've come to us in the COVID age um, who hang out on our discord. Uh, So discord is like a server type thing. Essentially it's a website you can go to and an app you can download. And through either of those ways, you can go onto forums that have like post a picture, post some text. Right. And then there's also like chat rooms with like video and voice connect. So um, we do a daily 4:20 PM sister sesh where we connect. And then there's like people in there on and off different times of day. And like, we write back and forth to each other. So it's a fun way to stay connected with your friends. It's a fun way to meet people. Like there's definitely like, there was people who came from Arizona. What up? Mana, uh, mana blue, mana blurple, um, folks who came up from Joshua tree, saline, desert hot springs, Phoenicia, double D, Like, we had people from Portland, Oregon, and um, Indiana. Amanda came all the way from Indiana. Um, And, like, and then, of course, me and Mimi from the Pacific Northwest. And I'm not going to shout out everyone because it's too many. But I also want to shout out our friend Dre, who didn't come because she got exposed to COVID and did the ethical thing. And Courtney and Ari, who are Harding Supply Co., a queer-owned, family-owned Etsy shop for all of your cute needs, Um, Harding Supply Company, look it up on Etsy. Um, They sell a Grateful banner, which I helped them design. It is so cute. It's got the dancing bears. Um, It's pastel. Uh, Spoiler alert, I want to try to do a, a Christmas version. And um, so cute. It's so cute. I love their stuff. They have propagation stations for plants when you get plant babies from your friends at a camp out, which is the thing that happened. All of a sudden, I'm like sitting in my chair and I'm like, we got to do this plant exchange because we talked about these cuttings and everyone brought cuttings. And I did not bring any cuttings because my plant, Cecilia, Cecilia, you have to sing her name to her. Um, she is not ready to be cut yet. She is flourishing. I got her about a year ago because of it's so funny because of an Instagram live from the glowing goddess getaway. Celine was hosting it. She had a tarot reader um, and she was pulling cards for each of us. And my tarot reader pulled the twin flame card still waiting by the way. It's been a year. Uh, but she told me, uh, she's like, get a house plant for your house. So I got a house plant. It's a golden pothos and her name is Cecilia. And she is like flourishing and she could use some friends. And so now I have some friends. So hopefully the cuttings that my friends gave me, um, one of which is a green pothos, its name is Green Grandpa, it's from a plant that was like 50 years old, my friend Courtney, who passed away, um, she her she had given a cutting to Deidre, and then Deidre took, and Deidre's made this plant like flourish, and um, so Deidre took cuttings from that and gave it to us, so I'm really excited to have this like very unique pothos plant, um, and really grateful to have a strain from my friend. Um, I want to say also, it's so interesting how grieving is when you have a friend who passes away in community and you can connect and share time and space and joy with people who also love the same person. We got to tell a lot of stories about Courtney um, and something I love about grief. And I know it's weird to say that you love something about grief, but is that My relationship with someone just because they're not in the physical anymore doesn't mean it has to end, right? It means I get to keep loving them in a new way, but I still get to learn more about them, which is cool. The thing I love about my alive friends is that they keep, uh, I keep getting to learn more about you as you evolve and unfold, right? Um, And spend time with you and smoke weed with you and dance with you. If those are things that you like to do, you don't have to like either of those things or do those things with me to love each other and share time. We'll, we'll figure something out maybe we'll go to Dollywood together. Anyway, all of that to say, like, I love my alive friends, but also I love to be in community and connection with people who also loved the same person so that I can hear stories about that person. Um, and it was really cool. We got, um, her mom, like sent up, um, a basket of her like cannabis stuff. So like, I want to say this, like, I know that my podcast is not an enforceable will. I know that because I (laughs) am a lawyer, but. I'm still going to say this is my intention. So you all can refer back to this. I think this is episode 106 of my podcast, It might be 107. I don't know. Whatever episode number this is, you can look on the recording. Um, you can be- look back on this recording and know that I said this. I declare that I want all my cannabis stuff to go to my glowing goddess getaway sisters to gobble up, pass around, have each other, give it to each other. I just want it to be used, Right. Uh, what's really fun is that all of her pieces were really dirty and cannabis people. I, I didn't know this about cannabis people. Um, like until I got into cannabis culture, mostly through hanging out with folks at the glowing goddess getaway is like people's cleanliness level on their pieces. Like the pieces they use to consume cannabis plant medicine um, is really different. And if you're having mental health stuff, I want you to go out with your pieces all dirty. I want you to have used the medicine to have tried. Right. Um, and so like, I think Phoenicia, like lovingly cleaned all the pieces. We got to smoke from them. Like, um, the first night we were there, we all just like, she had her dab case and she's really, some stoners are very meticulous and like to label everything. Um, I love to have that in my life, but I am not a particularly meticulous or organized, uh, person. Um, naturally it takes me a lot of work and there are other things in my life I've organized, um, that are more important. But anyway, she had a very meticulously organized dab kit. And so you open it up. And dabbing, for those of you who don't know, is a way of consuming THC uh, cannabis medicine. Or you can consume CBD, actually. It's a way of, like, basically they distill the flour down to um, a sugar, essentially. There's a whole process to it. There's so many different ways to do it. But you just find really, really good sources for this stuff. And um, at the Glowing Goddess Getaway, we always have great stuff. Um, so that's the only experience with dabbing I have is through the GGG. Like I've never done it at home. I don't have that like kind of mechanism in my life. Like it requires a whole different set of tools. You basically get, um, something very hot and you touch it to the nectar and then you smoke the like smoke that comes off of that. So you do it typically with like a dab tool um, I was a little bit nervous about COVID. And so Mindy, thank goodness, um, had an extra dab- nectar collector dab tool that she brought for me. Uh, so sweet of her. And so I could have my own little independent tool so I could dab because I only ever dab with my GGG sisters, but I knew it would be happening. Um, I tried to take a lot of COVID pre- precautions as much as I could. Um, I wore masks. I wore double mask, actually. And I'm vaccinated. And I want to say this. I just listened to a podcast from someone I really love. Um, Shaman Durek, actually. And he said very explicitly, I don't care if you've been vaccinated. Um, and you know what, I'll say this, I'm not going to judge you about whether or not you've been vaccinated, but I truly do care uh, that you do get vaccinated. I'm very, very much someone I have been vaccinated, both doses, Moderna, um, the Dolly Parton vaccine. And um, I was hesitant to do it because I don't trust the government um, or new science necessarily. Um, I do trust science in general, but like I trust a consensus and I like to know who's recommending things. Um, but I will say like a lot of the smart people in my life, scientists, friends and things like that were like, you don't have anything to worry about with the vaccine. I've not experienced any adverse effects. I literally don't know anyone who's experienced adverse effects. But I do know several people who have been symptomatic with covid many of whom who have gone to the hospital. Um, I know people who have only survived COVID, I think, because they were able to afford to get the antibody treatment, which is $13,000 per dose. Um, And I just want to tell you, I love you and I care about you and I want you to live. And that marginalized people, let's start with fat. Let's move to queer. Let's move to gender nonconforming. Let's move to not aesthetically um, commonplace. Like, There are so many things like not in a relationship. Um, There are so many marginalized identities that come out and are stigmatized and oppressed in a medical, um, you know, a medical standpoint. Um, I've heard it say that basically the black, black mother's mortality um, in medical racism is similar to like black men being killed by the police, right? We see like that correlation. So think about this, like there's a bunch of people on ventilators. Some have COVID, some don't. Who lives, who dies is up to the medical people who happen to be working with you. And do you think those people care about your life as much as I do? Bevan, this person recording this podcast? I don't know. I sure fucking hope so. But odds are probably they don't. Probably they're tired. Probably they're exhausted by watching people die of COVID. Um, I have heard that it's super nasty for people who are pregnant um, and get COVID. And uh, Anyway. So that's all I have to say about the vaccine. I care about you and I want you to live and I want you to have a better shot at living. And I know the vaccine will give you a better shot at living. I also know people who have had breakthrough COVID, which I am really trying not to get. Um, I think also, and I just want to say like long COVID is not a joke. Like more than 10% of people who have gotten COVID have long COVID. Of those people, you might lose your taste and your sense of smell. Those are two of your major senses. We have, well, the muggles say we have five. I think we have six. Or more, but losing two of them is still a giant deal. So I'm doing my best not to ever get COVID. And I am hundred percent doing my best not to ever pass COVID. So I wore double mask as much as I possibly could, especially anytime I was within like six feet of somebody, but I took selfies. I had hugs. I like ate food around people. I tried to be socially distanced as much as possible. I brought my own chair with a little table, knowing that, that most people would be sitting at picnic tables. I also like to be comfy. That's an important thing for me. So I will bring all of the things I need in order to be comfy. And part of being comfy is like taking my COVID precautions. I did not care that I was frequently the only one wearing a mask. I did not care that I like wasn't passing joints. And I'll say this. I got good at holding my fist out and like using my fist as a funnel, which is a COVID safe way to pass joints. It's true. Um, I also, uh, would frequently get to be the COVID princess, which meant that if we were passing a joint amongst our friends, uh, I got to have the first puff. So the people who were like loosey goosey about COVID, they can be in their quarantine bubble together. But I was really trying hard not to pollinate, but I'll say this too. I, I am now in quarantine at home. Like I'm not going to interact inside with anybody until, I have had enough time to know I'm not going to be symptomatic and enough time to know that I can't pass it to somebody. Um, and the only people I'm in a quarantine bubble with here, are, it's pretty small. Um, and we stay outside together um, for the most part. Anyway, so that's what I have to say about COVID. Oh, also there's these mouthpieces you can get. Um, Moose Labs is the brand. I'm not sure if Saline has a code for Moose Labs, but I'll ask her. Um, but Saline is spelled S-A-I-L-E-N-E. Why not, Why should the Glowing Goddess Getaway have any other codes that aren't saline, right? Uh, anyway, so Moose Labs, it's like, I think it's like 13 or 15 bucks. Um, but Moose Labs makes these like silicone pieces where you can like put them on top of like a bong or a dab rig. And like, then you're not touching anybody else's mouth. You can also disinfect the mouth of a piece of glass with like rubbing alcohol wipes, which I learned from the Glowing Goddess Getaway. Um, and, and I also learned how to clean Dabrigs, all of it from the Glodianist getaway. It's nice to have weed sisters. Uh, we, okay. So I want to tell you about this camp. I feel like I keep telling you about, um, all these things. You know what? Who cares about time linearity? I'm just going to like share some stories from the heart for you, so you can feel like you got to be there. Um, I also want to say I found uh caramel in my pocket. This has happened to me before at a glowing goddess getaway where I come home and I find some stuff in my pockets. And like, so I found a caramel that is, a a 30 milligram caramel. And I learned from Mindy who's, uh, we get these caramels at the getaway. Right. Um, so part of coming to this camp out was just like, we're going to share what we have. Right. And so miss bliss shows up with like her homemade caramels and she's won awards for them. They're really good. Um, so, Mindy taught me, Mindy of Aries Art Northwest, who I've interviewed on this podcast, taught me that if you brew some hot chocolate with a caramel, this is something she likes to do at the getaway. And so I found it in my pocket. So that's what I did. Cheers. Um, okay. So I get to the camp out on Thursday. Oh, so we were grieving Courtney. That's what I wanted to talk about. I love that this podcast is really just us chatting here and I have no editors. Uh someday it's gonna be all slick and edited but right now it's just me talking in circles so my um we were so courtney passed away like i don't know somewhere around the virgo new moon so it's been almost a month she was supposed to go to this camp out like she had originally reserved one of the the places she was part of the conversation we were on discord when we decided to make it happen we were like we could all just meet up because Lake blake selmac Um, and maybe even without her enthusiasm, we would not have created this camp out. I don't know. Um, but it was also really sweet that we got to be together and grieve her. And the last time we had been at Lake Selmax, she was there. Um, and we kind of decided as a group that she reincarnated as a dragonfly, um, because she was so purple identified and dragonflies like frequently are having sex. And she really wanted to just have this like freewheeling feeling good in her body lifestyle. So we decided she's a dragonfly. And there's all these dragonflies here at the, um, at the lake we were staying at. Um, so it's super special. Um, we, um, let's see, we started our, as soon as we got there and like people were rolling in, we were like hanging out at campsites. It was super fun. Um, and just like, it felt so good to hug people. Like, I just recently learned the statistic that if you want to thrive, you need 12 or more hugs a day. I'm like. Wow. That's a lot of hugs. I'm into it. I've challenged accepted life or whatever science that was that I read that in. Um, but I really went for it this weekend. I hugged a lot of people and I, I would do the good long heart hugs, like 30 seconds or more heart to heart. Like that's a good hug. It's medicine. It's like really get The tonic chemicals of hugging are coming up. And like something I love about the sisterhood is how much we are into healing and connecting and spirituality. And like, not all of us, but a lot of us. and the, there's just like a strong culture of it. And um, we didn't really have programming because this was just like everyone camping near each other. But ultimately what happened was like we created something. Um, I brought a dry erase board because I thought it would be a good idea for us to have a way to communicate um, with the big group, like trying to figure out like when things were happening. And I knew I was going to teach um, my Fat Kid Dance Party class at least twice because I needed to record it for my membership because part of the Patreon is an on-demand membership. It's called Fat Kid Dance Party Live. And it's where you get to be at my live classes with me. This is the first time my live class has been with other human beings in 80 weeks, uh, which is really tremendous. Um, it's a really special class. I taught it like uh, with the video overlooking the lake. Um, And towards the end of the class, I had people pop in and like dance behind me, which is really cool. So it's a really special, good class. And I'm really grateful I got to record a little piece of what we did at this like, you know, sister sesh camp out that we had. Um, So we would like say what time we were doing stuff. We did a big bonfire um, on, let's see, on night two. That was Friday night. It was so nice because we had like a full day there. Like I woke up there because I had driven all day on Thursday. Um, This place is like probably, it was ultimately like a 12 hour drive for me. Um, And I just had, I had a great time. I cried a lot on my road trip. I had a lot of feelings to have. It was the first time I had driven more than an hour um, by myself in a really like long, long, long time. And I used to, I mean, I've driven cross country many times. Like I love to drive. Uh, I I'll be honest. I'd love to be driven, <laughs> Um, but I will drive, and I love a solo road trip. Um, so it was really fun, and I got to have some feelings and like release as I like entered into this place, like where I saw all these people I loved. It was, I was like elated to be able to see everybody because it had been so long. And the Glowing Goddess Getaway is my favorite kind of party. Like it's like a few days with people. You get to be outside. I love camping. I love like getting to be in nature with people. Um, And I love getting to heal. I love eating good food. Um, And just would like food would just magically happen. Someone will like show up and be like, oh, we have extra like potatoes or oh, here does any or sometimes Mimi would just pop up and say, does anyone want to scramble? And then she's like a hero. And I have to say, like, nobody calls me a hero for cooking for them here in my quarantine. My cat has never once called me a hero for feeding him. He feels very entitled to the food I make for him. But like, it's so fun to be in like kind of a gifting economy in a space where people just like give and like, they're like, Hey, do you want this? Like I felt, I got to feel like a hero for having hot water. That's a pretty minimalist accomplishment, but I thought to bring a hot water kettle so that it was easy. Cause we have power at all the campsites. Um, and so having hot water is super helpful. Um, plus then people can have tea um, people can also make mushroom tea, which is something that happened on Saturday. Um, I, here's the thing. I talked about like psychedelics on this podcast, uh, or psychedelics, specifically mushroom psilocybin, uh, on this epi- a podcast a few episodes ago. And I just want to say I had the best experience. Like it was so much fun. Um, we set aside time on Saturday. Like we got all re- our, all of our responsibilities out of the way in the morning. Um, I did, I taught. My aerobics class on Zoom, uh, which I figured out how to do from four G technology on my cell phone as a hotspot for Zoom on my laptop, and then I did my class, and then I was having them peek in on a sound healing that Meredith was doing. Uh, she's hippy dippy gypsy on Instagram, um, so she was doing like a whole sound healing with like gongs and Tibetan bowls and crystal bowls, and it was incredible. But Zoom and sound baths apparently not that they're not, not that compatible. Um, there's a lot of settings on the user end that have to be set. So I realized that, um, sound baths are really for a recording only, uh, which is an important learning. Look, I learned things this weekend. I'm not beating myself up because the end of my class at the sound bath was not as mystical as I had hoped, but whatever, it was still good. Um, and I'm glad I got to do it. And then we, some of us decided to utilize psilocybin to have an entheogenic experience. And by that, I mean, utilize magic mushrooms to connect with God. Um, I, here's how I decided my dose. Um, and I think this is interesting because Mimi did it a different way (laughs) or someone who shouldn't be me. I don't know. Somebody, I don't know if I can talk about Mimi on my podcast doing psilocybin, but I'm going to do it. And Mimi, if you need me to, I'll edit it out. So I talked to, so typically I take like the equivalent of one gram, right? Like that's what I'll do for like a nice forest walk. I'm not going to be out of my mind. I'm going to be totally functional, right? But like still connecting and like open, right? And, and getting into the truth because plant medicine reveals the truth to us, right? Especially the truth about ourselves. um I uh, asked my friend, what do you do to feel like, you know, to do like a reset trip, like a good trip, but nothing like super cuckoo? Uh, and so she suggested what her dose was. Everybody's dose is going to be different y'all. And like your connection to the actual fungi is going to be different. the medicine matters and all of it. But I just have to say that like my friend who made this, uh, tea happen, it was ground up by the way, like the experience. I just think it's important to note like how this works. Cause I'm, I still don't fully understand what you do when you like, like have the full, um, mushroom with caps and stems, but the ground up stuff I know how to work with. So this was ground up. We opened up the capsules that we had. I took what my friend suggested as her dose. And I will say I was a happy, satisfied customer. So that's how I went about it. My other friend who chose, who like usually does like three grams, um, was like really had a very, very heavy, heavy trip. And it was like three times the amount of medicine I took. So that's what I want to say. Like, It's interesting, like in Fantastic Fungi, one of the scientists says like Big Pharma doesn't want um, mushrooms to be available because like the effects you get from three pills are what you need. Right. And then like it's not a daily thing, Uh, which I thought was a really interesting quote. Watch that movie. It's on uh, Netflix. It's got a lot of info. Anyway, my experience was so great. I will also say this, like I struggle with the etiquette of doing mushrooms with other people. Um, especially like in a big group, uh, cause like it can be weird. I have frequently been the one that isn't doing mushrooms and everyone else is on mushrooms. It's so weird, but it's also funny because everyone on mushrooms is like laughing and having a good time. And you're like, okay, whatever reality y'all are in. Um, and it's true. They're probably in a different <laughs> reality. Um, uh, I talked to, I believe every single person at our camp out, like one by one, like little group by little group. Cause we all had like independent campsites. And I went around and I just connected with everyone. And I said, I let them know. I said, some of us are doing mushrooms. If you want to, here's who you talk to. Um, and this is like the information about what's happening, right? Like trying to be as clear as a a communicator as I could. Some people were like, I want to have my own psychedelic experience, like with cannabis, which is great, you know, or like, I don't want to have any psychedelic experience. I just want to be by the lake and hang out with all of you, which is also great, right? Like there's room for everyone. Um, and, uh, anyway, the way I consumed this, just so people know how this stuff works. Uh, I took tea. I made a cup of tea with my hot water pot, uh, made a cup of tea. It was a black tea in case you're curious. I love tea. Uh, and I emptied my little capsules into the tea and I drank my tea and that was it. That's how I consumed. I cheers. Also, I think that energy is good and it just felt so nice. I had never actually done, um, That's not true. I just hadn't done in a long time uh, any mushrooms with other people and it felt really nice like I was like hanging out laughing a lot like there's parts where like I like would sit in my chair my comfy chair that had a little table I would just like go and sit in it and like have like my water nearby I drank a ton of water, um, water in water on water through, uh, that's something I learned from my friend, Ashley Manta. Um, I'm in her activating your cosmic pussy sisterhood, uh, cohort, that she's leading right now. And she is such an incredible teacher. I'm learning so much. I love her so much. And she gave us the quote, water in water on water through. So it's water in your body, water through your body, right? Like you're peeing a lot and water on like cleansing, just a shower is a cleansing, right? If you set the ritual and the intention around it, but like, you know, salt water bath, that kind of stuff, like all the things you can do to just kind of release um, all of it, right? Water in, water on, water through. What else did I learn in during my trip? Oh, I went into the love place. So like I, so we did this plant exchange while like I was starting to feel sex. Um, So I was like receiving plants and these houseplants. And I was like, my whole life is different now that I have these houseplants. And I want to say too, like, before I left for this camp out, I intended for this to change my life. I knew it would. Cause like every time we gather, like even on our virtual retreats, I feel different. You know, I feel like I've leveled up into a newer version of myself. And I think the more I work, the more work I do like this, the easier my life gets, frankly, because like sometimes some of the hardest stuff we go through is the suffering of us clinging to an old way of being and an old way of who we are. And the more we can like lovingly reveal ourselves to ourselves, like that's what I really think plant medicine helps with. I think the better we get right. And like the easier it gets because it's just unfolding. Right. Um, and so these getaways like where we connect and we heal and we like find the bliss place together, you know, cause that's something great about plant medicine is it really elevates your mood And I think your connection to the universe and the world around you and that can make it safer and feel better um, than the outside world, like the the muggle world where you have to perform or be a certain way. Right. Like I kept referring to it as muggle time (laughs) when we were together because everything was so loose. Right. There wasn't really a schedule, Um, but like we had to kind of know like what time is what so that we could coordinate with, you know, people, right. Say, Oh, we're starting this at whatever time, but it was like really okay. Um, especially given all the retrogrades, but it was really okay. Like when we said, Oh, we're going to start this at like 1 PM and it ends up being 2 30 PM. Right. Who cares? Right. It's, it's all happening. You're never late. Um, what even is time? I brought that at the bottom of my dry race board schedule. Um, Oh, what else did I learn, uh, from mushrooms? So I also learned, uh, I was in the love place. I was in this like light grid that was pink, Um, and I was in this place where like everything, everything felt like distilled, you know, like my consciousness, like it was super intentionally focused on specific things like love and the love between other people. I felt like I was in, um, I never want to be with my phone, uh, when I'm doing mushrooms, like it's basically the last thing I want to look at. Um, and I like looked at my, I was like napping. I decided to go take a nap. Um, and I like looked at my phone and I was like thinking to myself, this is what's interesting is because like my default thought is to look at my phone and say, what am I responsible for right now? Like, what is the time telling me I have to do? Um, Because I live by my calendar and I live by like, you know, responsibilities. And I was trying to release that and just have fun. Um, And so like I was telling myself, I I looked at my phone and I was like telling myself, I don't have any responsibilities because that's, you know, that's kind of what you want when you're going to (laughs) do mushrooms, you just want to be done being responsible. Um, and it was interesting because I just felt this, I was in this place that time had forgotten or that time didn't exist. Like I was in a place where like, I felt the strength of my ancestors, but mostly the presence of my future children as adults, like holding me up. It was so interesting. Like just energetically feeling that like love space between time, like, these people that don't exist yet who like were supporting me energetically in this very specific moment from this love place. I, I don't know if any of this makes sense to you, but we're on this ride together. I'm still telling you about the sister's camp out. Um, what else? Jumbo marshmallows. Let's talk about jumbo marshmallows. Um, we spent a lot of time at campfires. We had one pretty much every night uh, or actually every night. Uh, we had a really big uh, campfire memorial for Courtney, on um oh what even night was that saturday night muggle saturday night um and as i'm like coming down i'm still on mushrooms while we're having this campfire i can't lie i was like literally just sitting in my little chair like being like i'm here and laughing a lot um but we talked about courtney and what's interesting is i think we had a longer memorial for her um, on zoom during our virtual retreat right after she passed away um we like talked for we talked and held silence with each other for like an hour which was really tender and really important at that time I think so soon after her passing um but because her mom has chosen not to have a memorial service which is totally fine that's totally her choice I think memorial services are for the living we decided to also do something like we had this altar that um was created I think Venetia put it together of uh Courtney's pieces um with this beautiful like um floral decoration around it and like we talked about her um around the fire you know and just made connections and honored her spirit and missed her but like it felt like she was so present there you know and like there were other goddesses who were like supposed to come to the camp out that still felt like they were there with us like it felt like like drea didn't come felt like she was like there, you know what I mean? Just like in a part of the campfire couldn't see like Courtney and Ari weren't there, but like, it felt like they were like in an adjacent campsite, like maybe watching the L word on their laptop, you know, like um Nell wasn't there, but it still felt like she was there, right? Like, it's weird that people weren't there who were supposed to. And like weird that people were there that I didn't expect to see, which was so delightful. Um Deja, who I haven't even really talked to since um probably, the last in-person getaway that we were at together um it was just so nice to spend so much time like reconnecting and getting to know people we had these ceremonial blunts that deja would roll for our 420s um it was like huge like huge hemp wrap and then like tons of cannabis from multiple people and then like coated in um dabs and concentrate and then like rolled in more cannabis it like that thing burned like i got to smoke the 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 covid princess hit and like light it um although deja lit it for me because she said a lady never lights her own blunt um, and then she would say a lady never lights or a pretty girl never lights her own <laughs> joint. I think is what she says. I don't think it's a lady. It's a pretty girl. That's the thing. And I started saying it again and again, cause it was funny, but also cause it was really fun to have people light my joints because nobody has lit a joint for me since March of 2020. Um, can you tell I'm having this like euphoria? I feel like maybe there's something to this like first out of quarantine social event, but like, I just loved it. I had so much fun. Um, you know just passing joints and listening to music with people is such a rare, beautiful thing that we get to do. Kind of my biggest takeaway from the pandemic itself has been the sacredness of every gathering, even online. I have to say like, I love a zoom gathering. I love getting together with people. Um, but I do so love the chance to get to camp and be at campfires and tell stories and, um, Oh, my God. Lauren was singing as a cow in her onesie at the campfire. There's a lot of good onesies in this crowd, by the way. She has a cow onesie and she was doing some singing for us. uh, And the fire got really big uh, as like a crescendo of the song. um, And I think it burned some of the utter. But um, it was really beautiful. And at the end of the bonfire um, on Friday night, um, we the ember, we were waiting for the embers to really burn down. And it suddenly the fire turned purple, which I just, you know, Courtney loved purple and I felt like she just was there in every nook and cranny because we were together. Um, I had such a good time. It's such a nourishing time. On Sunday, we got to walk around Lake Selmac. Only a few of us were left on Sunday night. Most people left on Sunday morning. Um, which was kind of nice. Like we got, I mean, it wasn't nice that anyone left actually. It sucks when people say goodbye. Um, but I've been the person that like left on Sunday morning. Cause I like, didn't want the long goodbye. I just wanted to go. Um, and now I really love the linger. I love to linger. I love to say goodbye to everybody. I love that. Like there were a few of us left for that night. So it was like a little group of five of us and we walked around the lake. Um, a couple of them went and got me in and while well, they went into town and got in and out. They ate in and out on the way back, but I got to have in and out. And I never had to leave the wilderness. I got to stay at the lake. Um, we went, we had a nice walk, we had a campfire again that night, and we burned pine resin, which I don't if you've never done this, my friend Nairi taught this to me. Um, may they rest in power. Um basically if you take pine sap like um and you have to sustainably pull it off right like you don't want to just like grab the healing from the tree you want to connect with the tree spirit you want to take something that's gonna fall off anyway basically um and then you want to burn it like on charcoal briquettes is perfect like you can find those at like hookah stores um and you can like burn it inside a vessel on your altar which is amazing like nairi always used to say so snobby Once you've smelled fresh pine resin, you'll never, you'll never smoke anything else or you'll never burn anything else. Um, You can still burn incense, right? But pine resin is so specific. It smells so beautiful. It's unique to each tree. Mm -hmm. This is the tree's life force energy. This is the tree's sugar. This is the tree's healing. Um, And there was this beautiful tree uh, that Celine really loved. It's huge. It's old. It's like the grandmother of all the trees in this land that's been around for like, you know, probably Millennia, right? Like we know it as so-called Oregon for like the last what two hundred years, but really, um, it's indigenous uh, tribes. There's like six different tribes that kind of overlap on that land. I feel like because there's so many different tribes that are kind of adjacent to it, feels like it was a good gathering spot for folks. Um, that's the energy that I got from it. Um, but I wanted to look at the history of the land because there's so much to it. Um, anyway, there was this tree, the oldest tree that was there that clearly had like had a fire on it, um, not long ago. And so it had some, some parts of the bark that were coming off in little briquettes, just little things. And I took a couple and I put it on the, the campfire as I was, as it was burning down. And we just had this like beautiful smudge of like pine resin. It smelled so amazing. Um, I'm actually wearing the dress I was wearing around that campfire and it still smells all smoky and great. Um, and yeah we did so much together wore fun costumes had delicious meals laughed so much I haven't laughed so much in again since March of 2020 <laughs> I want to say I probably I mean I've laughed a lot I, tend, I connect a lot, a lot with a lot of people but you know it's just the kind of thing that you just like laugh a lot when you're with your friends and um, dance and enjoy. And I just had the greatest time and I'm so grateful for everyone who was there. I really have been working on receiving love and receiving help for many, many years. Um, and I really was in a position to just continually receive love. I have this whole little section of like gifts as I've been unpacking that like people gave me, like someone gave me a jar of home grow. Um, oh, by the way, I bartered with someone named Karen Kerr who was from, I met her at the glowing goddess getaway in July of 2019. We barely talked. We didn't talk that much. Um, but she, when the pandemic broke out, I had offered to barter my aerobics videos. So I have a fully produced, gorgeous vacu dance party aerobics video four pack. Um, it is something I worked really hard on and it's digitally available. You can get it on Vimeo. Um, it's 42 bucks, the meaning of life, but, um, it's really zero dollars if you just want to email me at fatheadanceparty at gmail.com. I just want you to dance with me. But if you want to barter, I love to barter and I love the opportunity to barter. I've had so many cool barters from this, including some home grow from my friend Karen um, and her home grow like had just so much love in it and so much connection. And I was so grateful for it. Um, and I had no idea. See, I'm still like a in life stoner. I don't know how much is how much, you know, like, I don't like, it was a lot. It was like two months worth of wheat for me. Like it was really incredible and I felt so healed from it. And I was so grateful to Karen for doing that. And she passed away. Like, while I still had that home grow, like, it's almost like she knew and she like sent this, um, and connected with people about it. Um, but anyway, it was it's so great to receive love from people. And I'm so grateful to be a person who's continually working on my ability to love and be loved in return. And it just felt like this weekend was the possibility of us practicing, loving each other and witnessing the divinity within each other. Um, and like, I just love this opportunity. I love this community. I love that. I've already like today, I got to hang out at 4:20 with everybody on discord. So I got to see people and that was really nice. Um, And I love you all so much. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. Thanks for wanting to hear about my fun weekend away. Um, I had a blast. I hope that you figure out ways to like be COVID safe and like live. I feel like we have to like learn how to really live with the virus rather than pretend like it doesn't exist because it totally exists. Vaccinated people can spread it. Um, And like just because you're with other vaccinated people doesn't mean you can't give COVID away. Um, It's like reverse trigger treating with a nasty uh, Russian roulette that could kill you or people you love, or disable you, or people you love. And I don't want that for you. So, um, I recognize that I need to continue to have gathering and connection with physical people. I also recognize I need to continue to cultivate intimacies online and safe ways too. And, um, be up on my vitamin D, my vitamin C and my zinc cuz that's what helps you have the best immune outcomes with this uh, virus. Especially D D levels are shown to keep you out of the hospital with COVID. Um and yeah, so like being oh, and air quality. So air quality is like the new water quality, right? We have water quality because of diseases that used to kill people, right? We don't have those diseases as much anymore because we have water quality. But we need to be doing the same with indoor air stuff. Like the one indoor place I couldn't avoid, um, at my camp out was the bathrooms. They have flush toilets. You go inside a building. So I wore a mask every single time I was inside because from what I've read in the science, the aerosols for COVID can last 40 minutes in a place where someone's been without a mask. So I'm working hard to just have it bypass me. not catching it. Right. Um, but, I want to be able to be with people and connect with people and I got to figure out how to make it safe for me and like best practices. Right. Like I think something um, I've liked that I've heard with private events is like hiring on-site COVID testing, um, rapid COVID testing, which is like, I don't know, 55 bucks a person. It's a lot. It's a pricey event thing. Um, But I feel like stuff like that, um, more air quality changing, right. Changing the air through, something so that it can like get rid of the microns and the aerosols quickly but being outside with people I mean our bodies really need to be outside anyway um I know it's cold but bundle up uh I love you and I want to be with you um but not if you don't feel comfortable that's cool too I'm doing my best to navigate the world and also not feel like uh everyone's hanging out without me Cause like, yeah, lots of people are hanging out without me. This is the only thing I've ever d- I've done in the last like while and it's all fine. Right? Like it doesn't matter. You bring your belonging everywhere you go. Um, my leak Teal said this on um, her Instagram recently. If you want to be in community, you have to be community, right? Those are the, th- you have to show up as the community you want to see. So I showed up as loving as I possibly could. Um, And I continue to show up because that's what community means. Community means you keep showing up. So anyway, I hope this was fun. I hope you enjoyed this. Like, let me know. If you listen this long into my episode, please tell me that you watch and listen to my podcast. Tell me what's going on. FacuDanceParty at gmail.com. I love you so much. Patreon.com slash FKDP. Um, I hope to see you on the Discord. I have a Patreon Discord too for Party. It's our virtual locker room so you can make friends. Um, we could also schedule a stash or whatever, but I love you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of my podcast universe. Talk next week or actually talk on Friday morning as I typically show up in your little podcast subscription box. Okay. Bye everybody.